Hello there. It's Most Things Kenobi. This is the podcast you're looking for. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Lauren. And I'm your host, Leanne. And today we're just going to pick right back up with our Q&A. We have a bunch more questions to get through, so let's just jump right in. Let's do it. This next question comes to us from Chiara Delorto, and she wants to know, What are your other passions besides Star Wars? Do you play any instrument or have any other hobbies and such? And the answer is yes. That's a fun question. It is a fun question. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> it's not just Star Wars, even though that's what you would think. <laughs> Yeah, that does take up a lot of our mental space. It does. It does. My other passions are traveling would be up there big time, going oh, new yeah. places, taking mm-hmm. a new road, any new road. Mm-hmm. Same Z's. Yeah. <laughs> you and I are big. We're big explorers. Not yeah. tourists, travelers, like Anthony Bourdain yeah. used to say. Yes. And reading. Lots and lots of reading. And fitness. Fitness. Yes. Big into mm-hmm. fitness. Yeah. I love kickboxing. Yeah, you're a badass. <laughs> <laughs> I used to actually take bo- like true boxing lessons in a boxing gym. That was really intense. Leanne can take a punch. I can take it, but I can throw one. Hell yeah. Don't come at me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a strong left arm in your face. <laughs> Why am I talking like this? <laughs> My other hobbies? Gosh, what would I say? What do I do besides work? Rock climbing, yes, definitely you, a passion. You're amazing at it. Used to be not bad. Well, before now. pandemic shut us all down and stopped yeah. all of our practice with everything. Yeah, before pandemics, I was climbing. I was starting to work on five elevens. I climbed five tens clean, which was a big deal for it's me. It's a big deal. Now I'm lucky if I can climb a five nine, which is just embarrassing. But I started at five fours, and I don't even know if I got to five sixes. That was back. That was a long time ago. I've gained some pandemic weight and I'm a lot weaker, so (laughs) I've got a long hill ahead of me to to climb, no pun intended, because I do not pun. Yeah, I mean, I read and I write and I work out occasionally. I used to work out all the time, and now I'm just tired. Yes, yes. (laughs) I love it. I got to get back into loving it. It was like a thing I did every single day and just... Since I moved into my house, I've been too overwhelmed by life to do it. But Life I, definitely happens, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, we've got a gym in the garage now, so I have no awesome. excuses. So <laughs> get back into it. But yeah, and reading, which I also have like no time for. So, and like I used to swing dance, actually. I was gonna start taking lessons on that again, too, and the pandemic happened. That's so, so fun. I took salsa dancing. Did you? Just a that. few. Just a few they had um, free. It was it's, it was mostly to meet people. Yeah. But my friends and I would go, and it was free, and they would teach you, and you'd pair up and do the whole thing, and it was super fun. Salsa's great. Yeah. Yeah. I worked at a dance studio uh, a long time ago. Yeah, and we taught salsa was very common. Salsa's very social. It is. So that's yeah. Good. Yeah, it's fun. Salsa and like cumbia is a fun. Latin dance. I love cumbia music. It's awesome. Mm. It's really God, I miss dancing. <sighs> you can't do it during a pandemic. No. You're in way too close to people. So No. 
Yeah. So that answers that, I think. Right? Do we miss any passions? Not passion. No. Eating. (laughs) (laughs) Passionate about donuts. Which is why we're passionate about fitness. It's a dual. (laughs) It's a symbiotic relationship. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I used to play an instrument. And I used to. And I used to play it well. What? The drums. No shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. You were a percussionist. I was. I grew up with one of those. It you was know, very loud in our house. Well, <laughs> I I wasn't all that bad, and that's awesome. It was fun, and I, one of my biggest regret, if not the biggest regret in my life, was putting down my drumsticks. I really enjoyed music, and if I could pick, how long it, did you play? Probably five years. Until like till college, high school. You stopped in high school. Mm-hmm. I chose sports That's... over band because oh, yeah. it was uncool. Oh, yeah. I know everybody gets all shitty on the arts. <laughs> I guess one of my pa- my passions is skiing and snowboarding. And the reason oh, why yeah. I stopped music was to pick up skiing and snowboarding. And you weren't allowed because it was such a highly dangerous sport that they weren't allowing you to be on any sports teams or any other clubs because they just assumed you'd break a leg, which I did not. Oh, my God. So it was just the way our high school was. It was a small private school. Interesting. So. Very interesting. Yeah. But yeah I guess fun. you could say hiking is a real passion of mine. I can't do it where I live now, but. Yeah. It goes with traveling, though. Yeah. I've done some hard fucking hikes. You've done some serious hikes. Yeah. Serious. Angel's Landing was the scariest thing I've ever done. And I will never, ever do it again. It was not my thing. I don't like the exposure on there, but I can say I did it. And I did the Grand Canyon, which was really fucking hard. And I climbed half of Long's Peak. I made it to, almost made it, almost made it to Chasm Lake. Nice. That's bad. That's the hardest hike I've ever done. It was the most, and you know, people live in Colorado. It's probably not so mm-hmm. hard, but when you're a Midwesterner with no elevation, that was, that was tough. Altitude adjustment is a real thing. Altitude sickness. It was. Yep. Yeah. All right, MH on YouTube asked, do you speak any other languages? I'm a bit of a language nerd. That's a fun That's question. awesome, and it's something I envy because I wish I did. I do not. I took French in high school, but that doesn't count. No. Yeah, I took Spanish in high school, and I can still understand a little when I'm listening to it, but I can't really speak it. And I am learning Polish, but I haven't done any of the lessons for a couple months and I kind of need to start over (laughs) my mom got really good at speaking French she taught it herself and we went to Montreal and she did really well that's awesome for teaching herself through you know a program I love French I took a quarter of French in middle school and I loved it it was super fun but if if I could choose a language to learn and speak fluently it would either be Italian because I am full-blooded Mm-hmm. Or Japanese because I think it's it sounds amazing and I just oh, that's cool. I think it would be amazing to go to Japan and just be fluent. Mh, do you speak any languages? Let us know next time you comment on YouTube. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. I'm curious now. If, if you're, you're a, a language, language nerd, nerd, yeah, Yav Yav or Yav Yav on YouTube says, "Hey, you two, I would like to have your opinion on Foundation that came out on September 24th." Asimov was my first sci-fi book I read, and I loved it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hadn't heard of it until you brought it up. Yeah, neither did I. But it looks fucking amazing. 
Oh my gosh. I looked up the trailer of the show and I was just like, I, uh, you've got my attention. And if it's a book, I mean, I mean, if there's books by the author where this is, you know, mm-hmm. all tied in together, I would like to read them. Yeah. Because I'm always looking for new sci-fi books. Always. Good ones. Well, apparently, this is like apparently a pretty prolific sci-fi writer, which I'd never heard of until Yev Yev brought it to our attention. No, I feel I feel behind. See, these questions are great because it opens us up to things, you know, so thank you. But we'll get back to you after we do investigate it and see it and read it and what have you. <laughs> I think it's on it's on Apple, right? Apple TV? Yeah, I think that's where the series is. Clone Wars Collector also asks, what is something you've always wanted to do but haven't gotten around to? Oh. So many things. So many things. <laughs> One thing is literally sitting right be- behind me. I have a new kitchen table in a box that I have not put together. <laughs> My my life is, I'm surrounded by things that I want to do and can't get to. I have a stack of books that I would love to get to, but mm-hmm. or I'm either very slowly chipping away at it or just am never going to get to some of them. But on a larger scale, I would like to travel to Switzerland, mm, but I hate I flying, so it's a problem. <laughs> I just have to drug you deeply. Yes, I mean, <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's on my bucket list i'll do it someday (laughs) yeah oh yeah we all i have missed travel so badly yeah um for reals for me for realsies um i have always wanted to get a motorcycle and i was starting that process i took lessons on how to ride Mm -hmm. and then the pandemic happened (laughs) so i'm gonna need some lessons again and just to let everybody know she has luke skywalker's helmet his x-wing rebel helmet as her motorcycle helmet she bought it at comic-con i was there when it happened and matt lanter was two feet away from us that's right pushing his baby carriage yeah with his beautiful perfect wife and his beautiful perfect baby and his beautiful perfect face everything (laughs) yeah yeah they're all so beautiful yeah that's true and it's the conversation starter i took that out of class and everyone was like nice helmet right it's like yeah no Hell yeah. Awesome. Here's an anonymous question. What are your other favorite fandoms? Well, I've already basically exposed mine. (laughs) You know, Lord of the Rings. You're sitting in a room. I'm sitting currently recording in a room surrounded by all of them, but Lord of the Rings, Marvel. I love Game of Thrones, except for fucking season season seven and eight. A half of season seven and all of eight. And don't get me started. I also love the stories of Harry Potter. I'm a little disappointed in mm. J.K. Rowling these days. I'll just leave it at that. But the the yeah. stories themselves, love it. Yeah. But yeah, I would say Lord of the Rings and Marvel are my two big ones. Like Witcher? Or oh, fuck. I love The Witcher, stuff? but not the books. I have a real problem with the books. I tried and I can't. They're just written in a way that I just don't like. But I really, yeah. I Well, I play the game. Yeah. I love the game. The game's... PlayStation uh, yeah. game is... Didn't the game... I thought the game came before the books. Even. No, maybe I'm no, wrong. I, but. The, there were several Witcher games. I have The Witcher Three PlayStation, but the books came first. They're just w- written in a way that I don't. It's not my style, so it was very hard for me to follow them. But the characters are great. Yeah. And so far, the show is pretty damn good. I mean, season two is coming in a couple months, so you know. yeah. Henry Cavill is. Oh yeah, he very does. A, he's the perfect <laughs> Geralt. The perfect Geralt. Yeah. I, well, he is. He he. 
auditioned for the position because he has played the games and said, I need to be this character. And that's why he's so good at it because he gets it. Like, and he got the position. It's fantastic. Like, I love it. Uh, For me, definitely Batman. Yeah. I love not all DC. I'm not like a big DC person, but I love Batman and I love Dick Grayson. Mm-hmm. So basically his version of Robin and I love Nightwing. Mm-hmm. It's just so fun and fascinating. And honestly, I like all the Robins though. People like the one from the 1960s is not what Robin is nowadays. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gee willikers, Batman. <laughs> that just not happened yeah, anymore. Yeah. it's true (laughs) yeah it's much darker now and there have been like several iterations of it and yeah oh my god yeah uh under the red hood holy fuck so good oh my god it's so good i love it um anyone who's read it or watched it will know why and definitely i definitely love Obviously, like I said, X-Files. That's an old school one. And I love Narnia. I love the Narnia books. I'm a huge Narnia nerd. I love all the books. And I really like the movies. At least the first two, I think, are fucking awesome. The last one is fine. They only made three out of the six or seven books. There's something else I'm forgetting. Oh, Battlestar Galactica. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Fucking love it. I just started re-watching it, actually. And it's so fucking good. You know what show I just started watching and I'm a huge fan and I'm about to be a stan for it is The Expanse. It's not a new show, but I am so into it. I'm not in the fandom yet, (laughs) but I'm getting there. You're starting your introduction. And yeah, same with Harry Potter. I loved the books. I liked half of the movies, (laughs) the latter half, Mm -hmm. directed by David Yates. Those Mm -hmm. are all great. But like Mm -hmm. you, it's kind of like, what is up with J.K. Rowling these days? So I like this question. This is interesting. From Matt, from a certain point askew. I think he sent this to us in an email. And an amazing podcast. Yes. These are good people. This is awesome. Thank you, Matt and team. Yes. (sighs) Considering Leanne's love of Anakin slash Vader and Lauren's dedication to Obi-Wan, have you ever tripped into a contentious conversation over your guys? I don't think so. I don't think we've ever. No. We don't fight. No. No. We're lovers, not haters. <laughs> we're, we're space twins. <laughs> twins don't It's a symbiotic fight. thing. <laughs> no, because I, we always talk about how sad their journey was, yeah. you know, and how, like, unfortunate the ending was. And we just had a recent episode talking about what would have happened had, like, Obi-Wan n- not left Anakin there, you know, on Mustafar after, yeah. after what happened. but. No, contentious? No. No. Yeah, I think it's because our, well, the characters go together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, is there anything about Obi-Wan you don't like? Shall we get into our first fight right now? <laughs> no! <laughs> Let's go for it. <laughs> Gloves coming off. <laughs> the one thing I don't like about Obi-Wan is that he's so goddamn devoted to that code. And it's yeah. not just an Obi-Wan thing. It's a Jedi thing. Yeah. Like, there has to be a balance, which is why I love Luke. Because, like, he was the first to, I hate to say bring balance to the Force. I mean, duh. But, I mean, <laughs> he was the first one to see and, like, like shit has to change, everybody. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And you could say that about Ahsoka as well. I think it took her a little bit longer because she was in, like, Luke was born after, but she was a part of it. So. Yeah. She carried a lot more weight. She was already drinking the Kool Aid. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So I just wish she would ease up on that shit. That's all. Mm -hmm. 
But that's not even an Obi-Wan-centric thing. Well, and I, I feel the same way. <laughs> oh, there you go. I also don't like that about Obi-Wan. <laughs> well, what don't you like about Anakin? Let's, I can take it. I can, can you take, take this. it? I'm, I'm prepared. A lot of people don't like Anakin, so it's not a, a lot, problem. I think a lot more people like Anakin than they like Obi-Wan. What? Yeah, I think that's, like, there is so much more Anakin tags what? and shit like that out in, like, um, on Archive of Our Own and on Tumblr. The the Anakin material outstrides the Obi-Wan considerably. I'll be damned. Um, I think he's so arrogant. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's hard, like, especially in Attack of the Clones. I don't like Anakin in Attack of yeah. the Clones. Yeah, no, no lies detected. And no, no Padme kept saying no, and Anakin kept hearing yes, and that just really bothers me. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is a writing problem. That is, is. A, that's a story. But yes. I get it. I totally get it. It's so cringy. the The whole thing is cringy. Yeah, I mean, I love Anakin, especially in Clone Wars. He's so valiant and just such an amazing, complicated character. But yeah, in Attack of the Clones, I really well, no fights today. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're real about the men that we like. Okay, this is hilarious. Matt, from a certain point, askew, another question. He says, be honest. <laughs> Do you think Padme and Satine would have been better off in a relationship with each other? They might both still be alive, yes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, uh, short answer, yes. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They would not have spent time uh, pining away over two psychos. (laughs) (laughs) They're both strong leaders. They're both strongly convicted women. Very focused. Very bold. Both their men are married to their jobs. Yes. So I think that (laughs) I think they would have been better off in a relationship with each other. (laughs) Could have at least talked shop all day long because they're both politicians. All right, the Force Dyad podcast on Twitter asked, uh, which Star Wars film is your favorite and why? Mine is Empire Strikes Back because of Luke's journey, basically. Same, like verbatim. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that was easy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Luke's growth in that, yeah. it's messy and it doesn't end happily. No. And that's kind of why I think it's one of the best ones. Plus, it's just so fucking good. Yeah, and there's a lot of little moments, like when Leia senses Luke calling to her. I think that's amazing. Oh, Plus, I love Hoth. Such a good scene. I just love yes. everything that has to do about Hoth. I love Lando. I love the Carbonite. I just love, you know, there's so yeah. many things, but it's really, really, it all hinges on Luke's journey, which is pivotal. Yeah. The Force Dyad podcast, check them out, please. Also asks, if money were no object... <laughs> What is the one piece of Star Wars memorabilia you would want to possess if money was no object? Money, no object. I want Luke's X-Wing in my backyard. <gasps> I want his I want his fighter helmet and I want his lightsaber. <laughs> That's not too much to ask. And I just, I wouldn't mind if you want to send Mark Hamill along with oh, all this stuff. I would hey, take if that. money it's is fine. no object, you could invite him for, yes, that's great. Money, no object. Mark Hamill, will you be my friend? I'll pay you. <laughs> How does my answer even top that? I don't even, that's amazing. Can I have a, this is so weird. Can I have a replica of 
Anakin's metal arm. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Just an arm. Chillin'. You could have Vader's castle. Well, bad location. You just pick it up and put it anywhere. Money no object. Could I have an at-at? Ooh, that'd be fun. If you have an X-Wing in your backyard, I want an at-at chilling in my backyard. Done. That's it. That's my answer. That's my actual answer. A real-life at-at just hanging out in the backyard. That's it. I'll decorate him in Christmas lights. I love it. I'll decorate him for spring and put flowers in his ears, (laughs) uh, you know, and all around his feet. And it'll be cute. It'll be real nice. Real nice addition. I like it. That's fabulous. <laughs> the first diet podcast again. Give us your best hello there. Hello there. <laughs> it was bad, wasn't it? It was very bad. I love it. I don't know. My voice is strained. I don't know if I can do it now. You have to. <clears throat> I just didn't. I embarrassed myself. Hello there. Oh, it had that cheeky <laughs> upturn to it. I love it. <laughs> okay, forced diet podcast. Give us yours. That's, yeah. that's your assignment. So we humiliated ourselves. Now it's your turn. <laughs> this next question is from another amazing Star Wars podcast, Conversations Red Six. Came in from Twitter. Mm-hmm. They asked, Obi-Wan is supremely witty. What is your favorite Kenobi quip? There's so many good ones. I know. I, know. I have two. I love the, when I cut you in half, I should have aimed for your neck instead. Yes, that's excellent. But also, I fucking love when he says, not to worry, we're still flying half a ship. (laughs) So my favorite quip is, well, one of my favorites is in the Dooku captured Clone Wars episode when he's all strung up in uh, Hondo's lair and Mm -hmm. him and Anakin come in just for a small chat. And uh, Dooku says... (laughs) They have no interest in picking a fight with the Jedi. They're devious and deceitful and most importantly, stupid. And Kenobi says, it's a wonder you don't get along with them, Dooku. You have so much in common. It's just like, boom, right in the face. Like, you know. Oh, my God. I I love that episode. It's uh, it's great. And, And of course... When they go on to all try and escape together, it's so entertaining. It it gets even worse. But yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of quips. But I've always really loved because the way that it the scene is cut, Kenobi's off screen, and then he just comes in and his face is his face is like right up in in Dooku's. I wonder you don't get along with them, Dooku. You know, <laughs> like how to tell someone they're stupid without telling them they're stupid. You know, seriously, it's a catty bitch. I know, I love it. <laughs> Okay, the Wayfinder podcast on Twitter says, assuming that Obi-Wan trained Anakin in the ways of ancient tea making, what do you think his reaction was the very first time Anakin made him tea? I think he would sniff it just to make sure it was good. (laughs) Not that there's poison in it, but just to sniff it like, is this, uh, did the boy make this right? Yes. (laughs) But I think he would find it very sweet, and and he would be very grateful. I think yes. it would be a shining moment for Annika because he's always trying to please people. So I would say that even if it wasn't good, Obi Wan would see the gesture for what it yes. was. Yes, yes, and he's polite like that. He would he would sip it and mind his mouth. Yes, <laughs> that's a great question. Thanks, Wayfinder. <laughs> oh, this one's actually directed at me. I love this. Oh. Perfect. Kenobi Wolf from Instagram says, what are Leanne's favorite few Metallica songs, favorite album or favorite concert? Oh, well, 
Especially since this is going to be your theme song, right? I, <laughs> your Jedi yeah. theme song. Yes. Um, honestly, any, absolutely any song from the Black Album. I listened to that album. That was during my formative years. And it left a, a stamp on me. And some of the greatest songs that I love from Metallica come from that album. Num- namely, Sad But True, because of the lyrics. They mm-hmm. resonate with me. I love the... I love the lyrics. Nothing Else Matters is a beautiful song. And if you've ever heard them play this live with, um, I think it was the USC marching band, the the Trojan, the band. I, maybe I'm I'm uh, not saying, maybe I'm not giving it the right name, but they played with a band and performed Nothing Else Matters. And it's one of the most beautiful pieces of music. And the song itself is, is very different. I love when hard metal bands do something slower and more, mm-hmm. you know, poetic. And nothing else matters is in that league. But then they did it with a band, and it nice. was. It's like Fleetwood Mac did Tusk with, and maybe I'm thinking of this because they. I thought they did it with the Trojan Band, and that was amazing. So I just love that kind of stuff. Um, wherever I may roam, it resonates with me because I've always been a traveler and kind of a, you know. A wistful traveling heart. Mm-hmm. But I also love I Disappear, which was actually part of, I believe it was, what movie was it? Oh, Mission Impossible 2. So it's from the movie. Um, but the lyrics I love. So all of these ones I love because of the lyrics. And I mean, musically, Metallica, fantastic, right? But I tried to keep that very concise. <laughs> <laughs> but if you, if you want to talk more Metallica, Kenobi Wolf, hit us up. Yeah. I'd love to talk more and geek out, <laughs> geek out over it. <laughs> they're not my favorite artists, but they're in my top five. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not very familiar with them, honestly. I That's know okay. it's I got you. me, but I yeah, you. I was like, you, you can help me. <laughs> Next question is also from Kenobi Wolf on Instagram. If you hear this little pitter patters, it's my dog. She's under my feet right now. So hmm. she's having a hard day. Um, do you think Filoni... A goddamn genius. Intentionally mirrored Satine in Clone Wars after Satine in Moulin Rouge. Oh, I love Moulin Rouge. When we saw that in the theater, everyone was crying. Oh, yeah, that was... It's one of my favorite. I... Whenever I look at Satine, I see Kate Blanchett. Mm-hmm. No one else. Yeah. But do I... I don't know. What do you think? I did... This is kind of off topic, but I will say the other day I had the thought that Rosamund Pike would be an amazing Satine. Oh, oh 100%. 100%. She's so good. Yes. In fact, I think even maybe better than Kate Blanchett would be. Mm-hmm. I know they based her kind of off of Kate Blanchett in the Elizabethan movies. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth. But yeah, Rosamund Pike is a force to be reckoned with. Um, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't put it past Filoni to base it on her, but... The characters are not similar. They're not. They're definitely not. The Satine of Ro- uh, Rogue One. <laughs> the Satine of Moulin Rouge is a performer with health pro- health problems that she, you know, swallows in order to... The show must go on. Right, and I don't right. see that in the Satine that we know from Clone Wars. I mean, she is in charge of everything and yes. doesn't hold anything back, really, except for maybe her feelings for... Obi-Wan, yeah. but I yeah. mean. Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe just a name alone to, to tie those characters together, but mm-hmm. <laughs> can you hear the squeaky toy? I do. It's cute. This is my life. 
Kenobi Wolf also asks via Instagram, in your headcanon, how much do you think Obi-Wan knew about Padme and Anakin? My take is he knew all along they were in love, but not so much that they knew they were married. And I think he looked the other way because A, he could relate because it's a teen, and B, he knew it made Anakin happy. Great question and great answers. I think Obi-Wan knew. I also think he was blissfully and purposefully ignorant to it because the ignorance was bliss in this case. Mm-hmm. And he didn't want to be a hypocrite. Yeah. I think that there, I think there's a line somewhere. I can't remember if it's in like the novelization of Revenge of the Sith or what, but Obi-Wan says he, he turned a blind eye because he knew Padme made Anakin happy in a way nobody else ever could. So he mm-hmm. was just like... Mm-hmm. Whatever, but in my own head canon, yes, I think he knew that they were married. But that's because I have plans with my fan fiction, and that's oh. why. <laughs> I don't know that he knew that they were married, but I think he knew they were banging there something there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. They were slam partners. <laughs> that's better. That's sorry. Better. <laughs> sorry, not oh sorry. God. Okay, Chris Kenobi's on Tumblr asked, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? I'm going to have to go with mint chocolate chip. That's a good one. A classic. Yes. Is that the one that's green? Yes. With the little and the bigger the chocolate chunks in it, the better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good How about go-to. You? I like... Um, Lactose intolerant partner of mine. What kind of ice cream do you like? (laughs) I haven't eaten it in so long. I can't even remember what it's called. (laughs) Is there one that's like um like a something pecan, like a butter pecan? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's like vanilla with like caramelized pecans. Yes, I love that. That's really good. And I also love pistachio. It reminds me of pistachio ice cream's damn good too. Oh my god! It's and pistachio gelato is the fucking shit. (laughs) absolutely okay all right crease kenobis thank you for that question (laughs) we feel strongly about this (laughs) well crease kenobis also asked via tumblr what are some of your favorite star wars ship pairings that don't include obi-wan that's a fun question maul and his brother (laughs) as a ship yeah i'm just kidding (laughs) i'm just kidding no, mine is awkward. Awkward. No, I think obviously mine would be Anakin and Padme, even though I'm not the biggest fan of Padme. Yeah. I really, really love her in the Clone Wars series. Yes. I have reservations about young Natalie Portman's delivery of of the character itself. Yeah. I think by Revenge of the Sith she was she was getting there. It's a little better, but yeah, but it's very I, flat. It's very yeah, flat. Yeah. And Clone Wars really fills her in as a character more yeah yeah i get you on that han and leia oh yeah it's probably my, my top favorite because they're ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> they're absurd and i love it <laughs> they just look so good together too they do they really do how about you so if it's a ship it doesn't have to be like legit right because right I, I like cassian and Jin. But they're oh, not, yeah, yeah, like a a real thing. You know what's what's funny is I don't like them as a ship. Really? Why not? Yeah. That's interesting. I I think they worked better. I think it's one of those situations where if they got romantic, it would ruin the friendship. Yeah, that's how definitely. I definitely. But I could see them together. I just don't. It's they're not they're not on my ship list. I wouldn't say so if they like 
It's going to sound terrible if they survived. Because oh. I agree that it would definitely oh. be like, it's like those relationships that are super intense and they end really fast. Yes. Can I add another one to the list? Because it's never ending. <laughs> yes, of course. I can't have just one answer. Kanan and Hera. Oh, yeah. That was going to be my other one. Was yeah, it? I'm sorry. I, I stole them. it. They're so good. No. God, all so these good. are so fucking heartbreaking, too. Yeah, I cried hard <laughs> at the end of Kanan's journey. Yeah, that, that was, was hard. That was that was really hard. Yeah, that was sad. Do you think, on a similar note, do you think Ezra and Sabine would be a good ship? Or are they two brother-sister? Because I've seen people ship them. Well, because he has, like, a major crush on her. Yeah. Uh, I actually I think know. she kind of has a crush on him, too. Yeah, I think, like, in the context, yeah, it makes sense. But I just don't like Ezra, really. <laughs> oh, you don't? He, he annoys me. Oh, I think he has some has some, had some growing to do. He for did, sure. for sure. But we're going to that... get to see live action Ezra in the Ahsoka series. That's so right. maybe it'll be different. I'm excited for that. I think that's mm-hmm. going to be cool. Um, there's a new ship I've heard of, which, like, has no bearing whatsoever, but I am kind of could kind of dig it yeah is ahsoka and din from mandalorian um <laughs> it's called din soka i don't know if i'm a fan of din soka i don't like that i shipped him with that lady from the village oh, yeah. settlement that that was sweet he's a loner though he he yeah. he's a he's a modern day drifter <laughs> in a in a galaxy <laughs> And that's, I don't know, Din Soka. Uh, Soka's also a loner. So I think maybe yeah. that's why they're trying to ship them together. But The art is good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not, it's something I'm not like really sure about, but um, the art makes it seem very romantic. It is not practical or like, I think it's a, a ship that has no legs to stand on, really. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, they're both loners, but like in a ship, you can like put anybody together. and yeah have feelings about it (laughs) the bright suns podcast on twitter asked what planet do you think would make the best work from home environment and why very first of all great question an amazing (laughs) podcast go follow them the bright suns podcast they are fun they're fun well and their answer was Naboo, right? Because they said yeah. Wi-Fi would be reliable there. <laughs> and I completely agree with that. At least on Naboo, you could get your your damn work done. Yeah. But best work from home environment and why? The thing that came to mind for me were the farmers and the Silum farmers. and the Oh, on uh, Felucia. Yes, because their houses to me were very peaceful and restful, which would be a good place to like. Kind of like yes. a good place to study, so it'd be like yes. a good place to work. That's a at great for, answer. For me. Yeah. I would like that. I could as long as there's Wi-Fi, which I very much need for my yes. work. Yes. Well, see, I wanted to answer like Obi-Wan's hut on Tatooine, but there's absolutely no Wi-Fi or anything. But I was or thinking water. of it from like a lack of distraction. You <laughs> yeah. Know? For and, sure. And you're so far out of the way. If they need you to come in, you'd be like, oh, I, I, I'm never going to make it. I'm, I'm like four, <laughs> I'm like four hundred miles. Yeah, parsecs away. Like, you know, <laughs> so, you know perhaps yeah. the Death Star is the best place to work. It's got it all. The Jedi Temple, too, could be. 
or the <laughs> Jedi Temple. Although, you're always getting sent out somewhere to do something. So just the, the minute you sit down and finally get some peace and quiet, they're telling you to go somewhere. And that's, you know. It's fucking annoying. <laughs> Dagobah might be my choice because no one coming in, nothing going out. In fact, <laughs> yeah. they might not even call me and ask me to do anything. Except for all those snakes and all your computers yeah, yeah, yeah. would like, get wet because it yeah. rains inside. <laughs> yeah. oh, my, my, I dropped my laptop as some oozing puddle of undistinguished you know unclassified liquid can't come into work today unclassified liquid yeah well we don't know what that shit is we gotta needle point that on a pillow that's fucking great (laughs) oh there's so many choices i think the best location though the most fun at least for me the food seems good the lighting seems good the company seems good it would be Endor. I could hang out with the Ewoks. They would bring me whatever, you know, barbecue they have that evening. <laughs> or they'd call you to dinner with their horns that they yeah, blow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be like, oh, <laughs> shit, my shift is over. Time for dinner. You know, cafeteria is open. Like, I think they would have Wi-Fi because they have a giant satellite dish on that planet. That's true. Good point. Yeah, I would choose Endor. After all that hullabaloo, Bright Suns podcast, I choose Endor. What do you choose? Nice. Um, that, those little huts on Felucia. The little be... huts on Felucia. I love mm-hmm. it. It suits me. <laughs> and that is the end of our Q&A. I cannot get over the amount of questions. They ranged from everything. Are we cheese? What's our favorite ice cream flavor? <laughs> you know, would Satine and Padme be better off together? You know, what p- kind of pets would we adopt? I mean, we had it all. It was amazing. This was so much fun. This is great. Thank you to everybody. Yes, thank you to everyone. Join us next week for a really fun conversation. We're going to talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi in particular, about his costume, especially in the prequel trilogy. We'll talk about how visually it represents certain feelings and emotions, but we'll also talk about what it's based on historically. So it should be a pretty fun conversation. Yes, and I I just want to discuss how the hell do these Jedi move like they do with their, their little lightsabers with these giant sleeves and robes and not just slice into their outfits. I need to know. Seriously. We'll talk about it. I would trip over myself and fall. I don't, totally. don't know how they go to war dressed like that. We'll discuss it all. So join us. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. Remember to follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Plus, you can always find us over at mostthingskenobi.com. So until next time, my space twin, may the force be with you. Always. Always.